It's gonna be a short game and I gotta get home for lunch. The front dog was as ugly as you. I'd shave his butt and tell him to walk backwards. Is that your sister out there in left field? Naked. She's naked. You think she'd go out with me? You know, I had seen this sentiment on the Twitters last night about uh, baseball, playoff baseball hadn't yet delivered until that moment last night, which I completely disagree with, maybe because I'm a baseball guy and I love the, the postseason. That game last night was what makes October, October. And Big Cat Dan wrote in that, uh, you know, Austin Riley hit a bomb. Like, I knew the second that left the barrel of the bat, that thing that thing wasn't coming back. And that place, Truist Park, you know, erupted. So, it was a wild scene. The series is knotted up at one apiece. And, look, there were some interesting things. Zach Wheeler threw six scoreless innings. But, Braves fans, there's a reason to be excited. Because you did not score for over 13 innings in the postseason. Crazy. Which was the longest drought. Since the Mets did so back in 1986. And you know what happened in 1986, guys? What happened? What's that, Fitty? The New York hmm. Metropolitans, they won the World Series. The last World Series that the franchise has ever won. So a good omen for the Braves. And uh, look, a lot of comebacks when you hear them. They talk about players. We left, you know, it was all guts and glory. Yeah. Well, A.J. Minter. He described the come-from-behind win, led by the Braves' bullpen and then the bats. He used some different terminology. With Max just having to go through a ton of pitches, what the bullpen was able to do tonight to keep this game in it, what can you say about yourself and the way the guys came out? I mean, all that was was just heart and nuts. I mean, that's all it was. I mean, Wheeler did an <laughs> unbelievable job just locating, um, you know, keeping the hitters off balance. And, I mean, if, if you were to look two innings ago, I mean, it looked like our season was coming to an end, unfortunately. And just the guys just battling back, just relentless, not giving in. And just Austin Riley coming up and, you know, having one of the biggest hits in his career. And, I mean, that's what the postseason's all about. I love that he is talking about this was all hearts and nuts mm-hmm. while the rest of the clubhouse is still just doing what baseball clubhouses do, which is just be wild. That's a great way to describe an epic comeback. And he's not wrong. Because in the bottom of the seventh inning, down four to one, it looked bleak for the Braves' outlook for the rest of the series. Yeah, they didn't score until the sixth inning, and then they scored in three innings consecutively in order to get this job done. Here's my thing about the Braves, watching them throughout this regular season and what they could do in the postseason. Man, isn't it crazy that the Braves were able to steal that World Series a couple of years ago? And the reason I mean steal is because this team at least the way they're playing, way more talented. And mm-hmm. we can all remember Acuna got hurt and everybody wrote their eulogy. They were done. Bye. That's just how it was going to be. And then we start to see them go to work, bring in a Jorge Soler, bring in a couple of guys that were free agents that you didn't expect to allow them to win the championship. And then sure enough, they're able to get that done. And then afterwards, you get not only a little bit better, but crazy better because your own guys are improving. Guys are coming back from injury. And Matt Olson and Ronald Acuna Jr. each have a legitimate case to win the NL MVP. Oh, and they play on the same team. 
possibly getting it done. They still have a lot of work to do. It's tied, right? Here we are saying they came back in the NLDS with a tied series now. But if they do get it done, the fact that they stole that championship a couple of years ago to the point where now they're clearly as talented a team as there is in baseball, very different ways that they could get the job done two out of the three years. Yeah, man, they lose that game last night. It's over with, and I was definitely going to come in here and be like, I'm just tired of hearing about the Braves and all the games that they win and then for them to lose. It would have been a real travesty for them to go down 0-2. You guys would have had a lot of uh, things in common there, being happy about the Braves being ousted from the postseason. First 8-5-3 double play in postseason history, and it ended a game. Love it. Into the game, like when I saw Sarah Langs, who does a great job researching all the great stats about baseball, because I, mean, I think when you see Castellanos go deep, first off, you wondered what happened wrong in the world for Castellanos to be going deep because he just seems to go yard when bad things happen. Somewhere Tom Brenneman was telling us how he was going <laughs> deep to the left field. And then, you know, for Bryce Harper, who's a great base, and look, it's, it's, it's understandable why he took off, because if you watch the ball come off the bat, he, he thought that thing was gone, just a, a, a unreal finish. To a game that maybe gives the playoffs more juice moving forward. I think the Twins and the Astros series could go very deep depending on what happens in Minneapolis starting this uh, this afternoon. Um, but one thing I did want to talk about, because you saw, you know, you mentioned you saw Braves fans just, I mean, they were melting down on Twitter. <laughs> they really and were. It was, yes, they were. As a, as a sad Met fan, it was a lot of fun to watch. A lot of Braves fans were complaining about the long layoff playing a role and as to why they are in the position that they were in. Their season ended not this Sunday, but a Sunday ago, so a little over a week. They had a six-day layoff waiting for the wild card series, which is a best-of-three series, to get underway. Well, those were all done after two games, and they still had to wait two more days to play. Walker, you're a former baseball lover. You know how much rhythm and timing is to the game of baseball. Does baseball need to be more flexible not having these long layoffs in October? Here's my question, though. You're telling me about that being so important in the world of baseball. Is it any different in any sport? Does it matter more in baseball to have that rhythm than basketball? And Lord knows football, football, man. The number one seeds and the number two seeds when they used to have that first round bye. I I would only argue because do we all agree that hitting a baseball is the hardest individual thing to do in sports? No, I don't agree. It's certainly one of them. Okay. I don't want to have that debate. All right. We can if you want. (laughs) But, you know, if you go six days, as much as you can recreate it in in the cage, you can't recreate what the pitchers are actually doing. So I understand from an offensive standpoint. That's why I think the Braves fans were pissed was because this historic offense didn't score for 15 innings with their season on the line. Yeah, but and I remember them talking about this last year in the playoffs because the top teams were struggling and some of them were getting beaten. They were talking about how it was because of the long layoffs. But it is, like Walker said, in every sport. And, yes, it is. Don't let me be disrespectful. It's very hard to hit a baseball and things like that. But you have rhythm, timing, chemistry in all the sports that affects it. You see uh, NBA teams, if they – uh, sweep a team and then another team plays a full seven games. The team that had played right. the full series would normally come in and beat the other team that had the rest in game one. And the NFL, we've seen number one, number two seeds that used to get the week off come in and be flat and things of that nature. So I think it's just a human nature thing that when you keep your body in rhythm and keep that muscle memory going, if you take a long break from high-intensity uh, competition, then once you have to ratchet it back up again, the team that's in more of a rhythm is going to play better. Here's what I'll say, though. Even if it is in all of sports something similar to that, where let's say a, a you know, number one seed 
goes through easily and beats their eight seed in four games, while the other matchup that you have, it goes the distance, and you got to wait for a week because you're talking, you're not having back to back in the postseason. So now the basketball team has to wait for a week. If the goal is to give the best regular season performing team an advantage, then I do understand Fitty's point, and that could be applied to every sport. Yeah. If the idea is to give the best team in the regular season the true advantage of going through the grind, whether it be 160 games, 80 games, 17, then I understand let's let them get some rhythm, take a break to get healthy, find that line where you can get healthy and get these guys back into the motion instead of just having them, you know, what, take a week-long break, however long it was. So I, I do get that point. I do think that it can be applied to every single sport, though. Yeah, I don't know about you guys, but I like my team to play. In the NFL, I don't like to buy week. Well, we, we see wildcard teams beat those top dogs. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, no, you're right. I don't like it. No, you're 100% right. That is a problem. Anything else visiting the mound, Fitty? Uh, maybe just a... You want to call Dodger fans? Just a rest in peace to Max Orioles. I mean, I, I've never been more sad for a sports fan that wasn't myself. Like, Max Panthers suck. He's a <sighs> Penn State football fan, so they're going to lose a big game at some point in the Big Ten. He's waited seven years for playoff baseball, and his team's going to get swept, albeit by the best offensive team in the AL and an all-time great manager in Bruce Bochy. But uh, I do think their fun season comes to an end, and I hurt for my guy Chris McClain. Baseball's so crazy, though. Is it? I heard Mac talking with Josh Graham, who's also an Orioles fan. Mm-hmm. Baseball, when you're down two games, is it really just written off like that? No, because, I mean, the, the Cubs won their World Series down 3-1. No, that, that's that's my point. Red Sox 3-0, but, I mean, with as young as this team is, the first time being there with a veteran team, with a veteran manager, I don't see them winning three. I don't see them winning three straight. I, I want to go to break, but the, the interesting thing here is what we do have uh, baseball, the difference with baseball and every other sport, their postseason is played so much differently than the regular season yep. is. Compared. Completely different game. It's a completely different game. And it's really hard to figure out if I like that or not. Sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. 